And now, you're mine. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to spooky season. Happy first day of fall. Well, that's tomorrow, but by the time you're hearing it, it's fall. Yes, and happy full moon. By the time you're hearing it, there is no full moon. <laughs> but anyway. Welcome to Crime Colts and Coffee. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Bryn. Yes, it's spooky season officially. I don't care. I said it was spooky season September 1st. Yeah, so I don't care. Uh, it's spooky season year-round for year-round. me, but that's fine. Year-round. <laughs> but we're making it officially spooky season on Crime Colts and Coffee for you guys starting now. Are you guys Hocus Pocus fans? Because if you're not, I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> just kidding. Um, we were just talking about how we like the... 31 Nights of Halloween on Bryn Corrected Me. Now it's Freeform. It was ABC It was Family. ABC, but now it's Freeform. But we were just talking about it and all the cool movies that they have. Let us know what your favorite, like, year-round Halloween movie is. Yeah, please do. Message us. We want to interact with you guys. Yes. Mine is definitely Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. What Freeform-wise? Yes. Okay. Yeah, same. Yeah. Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. They're like the classics. I just watched Halloween Town on Disney Plus last week. Really? And Ava wasn't even here. Did it with Ava. <laughs> Why is Mrs. Doubtfire on here? Maybe they go trick or treat during, during the movie. The I don't know. And Shrek? Okay. That's pushing it. That's pushing it. That's a stretch. <laughs> just because he's an ogre. That's rude. Willy Wonka. That's not even scary. We no. need to talk to Freeform. Yeah. I want to dress up as a Sanderson's sister, but I need two other people. You should do Sanderson's sister. A sister. With my sisters? Yeah, and I'll be a Cromwell. Or from you Halloween can be Bing, Town. Binks the Thackeray. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind being Thackeray Binks. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, that would be. So, what are some other movies they have for on Freeform this Halloween? They have a lot. So, let's see here. What the fuck is I'm the assuming Simpsons that I... Treehouse of Horror? Gosh. <laughs> I'm assuming Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Okay. The Addams Family. Okay. What the heck's a Frankenweenie? <laughs> you would know it if you saw it. Okay. Ghostbusters, Jaws. Some good ones. Jaws. I don't get Jaws, I guess, because it's Cause scary. <laughs> okay, but then they should be putting all the other ones on there. Matilda. How dare you? Because she has Because she has uh, powers. powers. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. The Goonies. The craft. Oh my god, they have the craft on freeform now? Yeah, it's Is on it very October fourth. Is it very late? Six PM. Wow. Be there be square on October fourth. I don't know what they're... Actually it's on the third too at eleven thirty PM. Okay, because that's kinda scary to have that playing at six o'clock. But then again, that's probably how I came across in third grade. Something like, like that. What's yeah. this? Yeah. They have Monsters Inc. Well, I changed my thing then. Um, if I, now I know the craft is on Freeform, that's my favorite Freeform Halloween movie. Deal. I love that movie so much. Yeah, they, Men in Black, what the fuck? <laughs> There's so many movies they could choose. I already started my spooky watching horror flick film. Have you? Spooky season thing. Yeah, I movie watched stars. Silence of the Lambs the other night. Good. And, yeah, I like the, the old... Older horror movies, like 80s, 90s horror movies. Like I said, I haven't had a really scary horror film that I've seen in a very long time. Besides the clip of The Exorcist from last week. That (laughs) and when Carson scared the crap out of me that one day. That was the hardest I've screamed in a long time. Yeah. And the little red dot circling the ceiling the other episode (laughs) Which, by the way. Should we tell them? Yeah. Or should we leave it spooky? Let's leave it a mystery. (laughs) We'll leave it a mystery. We'll leave it a mystery. We'll tell you guys the end of October. Yes. Yeah, we'll If you're still mystery. listening and care by then. <laughs> Probably not. What else is going on before we get into our coffee review? Um, Anything? <laughs> Your bachelorette party is coming up this oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, it's this weekend. I'm really excited. So by the time you guys are hearing this, it will have happened. Yep. And you'll probably hear next week... Some stories. Some stories. Yeah, I want to make it spooky, even though it's not spooky, really, yet. <laughs> and we're going to a winery, so... <laughs> we can make it spooky. Let's make it spooky. Let's bring black. We'll wear black. Okay. We'll dress as witches. Deal. They'll be like, who's the bride? <laughs> and I don't... You'll have to guess. <laughs> the one dressed black. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be fun, though. Yeah. What else? I'm trying to think. 
We were talking a bunch before we started this, and now I'm blanking. I know. I will say, okay, so of all the pumpkin and the the, the oh, Halloween yeah. stuff yeah. and everything going on, I, like, fall is my absolute favorite. That's why I chose to get married in fall. I love fall. I love Halloween. I despise, I do not like pumpkin spice. <laughs> I don't, I just don't. And that's what we're sipping on today. I know. I thought, I keep giving it chances and everyone's like, you're not having it right. I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure I am. I don't mind the pumpkin part of it, but I think it's the spice that gets mm. me. See, the only, I'm not a huge, I used to be, I used to like like pumpkin spice coffee and stuff, but I think I overdid it to the point where I'm like, eh. You don't want your PSL? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the only pumpkin spice coffee that I enjoy that isn't too, like, clovey or nutmeggy or yeah. whatever for me is Starbucks iced pumpkin spice lattes, but I have not gotten one yet from there because I haven't felt it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. They used to make a drink and it, I don't even think there was caffeine in it, but it was like a warm apple cider latte. I don't even know if it was a latte. They have... It was so fucking good. Well... The new one, they, I don't like it. Oh, God. I tried it because I'm it's like, bad. wow, that sounds delicious. I hated it. Like the apple crisp Yeah. Oh, no. Latte. Don't no, get it. No, no. It literally tastes just like watered down apples. I didn't like it. I didn't either. Ugh. But yeah, they used to have like a warm, like hot apple cider thing with something else in it. And I got it all the time. Like like I said, I don't think it had caffeine in it, but it was mm-hmm. so fucking good. I'll tell you what I had that was fucking amazing, though, pumpkin-wise, mm-hmm. last week. What? I was craving Dairy Queen. Ew. And I went and got a... a pumpkin Dairy Queen. <laughs> I got a pumpkin milkshake. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking good. Really? So good. It tasted like... There wasn't spice in it at all. It almost tasted like a pumpkin pie, but without all the spices in it. Oh. As ice cream. But, like, as a milkshake. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. I'll have to give it, like, a try aside from the spices because I think that's what gets me. That's the only pumpkin thing that I've had so far. And Mom bought a big pumpkin pie downstairs. I didn't have any of that yet. Yeah. I don't like pumpkin pies either. It's the texture. (laughs) It's a texture thing. I'm more of an apple person anyway. I'm more of a berry pie kind of girl. Maybe we should go to um, a corn maze and like do weird things and then we'll have stories to tell. (laughs) Oh, do weird things in the corn. In the corn maze. (laughs) That's fine. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Deal. We can, uh, I don't know, dress up in costume and hide in the maze. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, so today's coffee is a Trader Joe's coffee again. Um, it's a it's a fall one. It's pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about it? You have the exact name on your phone. I yeah, believe with the up. ingredients and all that, all the shit. stuff on it. Yeah. So it's pumpkin spice coffee, and these are actually K cups. It says naturally flavored with cinnamon, clove, ginger, nutmeg, and allspice, and it's a medium roast Arabica coffee. Um, it's a little, the spice in it is too heavy for me. Yeah. It's, like you had mentioned earlier, very clovey, and I taste a lot of the allspice. All I taste is the clove. Really? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. It, I have to say, a good thing about it was the way it smelt. The K-cups were very strong smelling, and when I'm, like, when the coffee was brewing... It smells like pumpkin spice, but the taste, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this one. If you like pumpkin spice, like, with the spices, though, and all the, the fall spices, then you should get it, because it's It's overly spiced. It's definitely not one that skimped on the spice. (laughs) Yeah. If your pumpkin to spice ratio is, like, I like more spice and a dab of pumpkin, then this is your coffee. This is the coffee. (laughs) If you want to choke on all the spices, this is the coffee for you. It is. Love you, Trader Joe's, but I do not like this coffee. Trader Joe's, you're the best, but no. Yeah. And then the aftertaste, I'm like literally like squeaming, like yeah. like squirming because of it. I because can't even sip on my it. aftertaste in my mouth tastes so spite. Like, yeah. Spicy, not like like hot, but spicy. Spice. Yeah. I'm going to give it probably, like, a three. I'm not joking. I'm giving it a two. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, if you're giving it a two... Okay, no, wait. I'll stick with my three. I'm not doing one because it's It's literally not... It's not shit water. water. (laughs) (laughs) 
butt. It's gross. It's yeah. really gross. Yeah. Don't. Unless you like really, really spicy things. Like, not hot spicy, but like Halloween spicy. <laughs> <laughs> like pumpkin pie spicy. Go for it. Yeah. All right. On that note, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. So, so grab, grab your coffee, coffee and have a morning, morning with us. So today's case uh, is an interesting one because it was actually listener suggested the same day by two Two different people. people. Yeah. Really weird. One, somebody sent it to me and somebody sent it to Bryn. Yeah. In the same day. Yeah. And I had never heard of this case before. But yeah, Ashley had sent it and Alyssa had sent it in, which is So thank you both. Yeah, thank you guys. So, before we get into this case, I just want to make a trigger warning to everyone that this case is very graphic. Yeah. So, if you do not want to hear the graphic details of what happened to this woman, then you might not want to listen to this episode. Yes. So, the person we're talking about today is Allison Botha. And a little bit about Allison. She was born September 22nd, 1967 in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. And it's kind of weird because we're recording this right now on September 21st. Yeah. So her birthday is literally tomorrow. Happy birthday, Allison. Happy birthday. That's so weird. And it's also Timo's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Timo. Happy birthday, Timo. (laughs) And, okay, so getting back to Allison. She had one brother. Her parents divorced when she was 10. Most of her childhood, she lived with her mom and her brother. She was head girl at the Collegiate High School for Girls in Port Elizabeth. And she spent a few years traveling after school and became an insurance broker after that. She was said to be confident and well-spoken. So now we're going to get into the abduction of Allison. This was December 18th, 1994, and she was 27 years old at the time of the incident. The day started off at the beach with friends. They were all kind of hanging out there, and then Allison and her friends went back to her apartment after and ate pizza and played games, so it was like a chill day. Yeah. And then after they did that, later on, everyone left, and Allison drove one friend home and then returned back to her own apartment This was around 1 a.m. Yeah, so while she was parking her car, a man actually entered her driver's side door. So she was sitting there, she hadn't gotten out yet, and somebody opened the driver's side door. Um, When she returned back to her apartment, the spot she normally parked in, like right outside of her door, was taken. So she ended up finding a parking spot under a large tree that ended up blocking most of the streetlights. So oh it was God. like what a really low lit area. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she was reaching over to grab a bag of clean laundry to bring inside when she felt the door open. The man had a knife and said, quote, move over or I'll kill you. Well, that's terrifying. I, I don't even know what I would do in that moment. That's literally terrifying. Yeah. I'd be frozen. Allison moved into the passenger seat, and the man sped away with her car. He said, quote, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to use your car for an hour. And at this point, he told Allison that his name was Clinton, but we'll come to find out later that his real name was actually Franz Dutoy. She thought about opening the car door and jumping out, but felt like she was frozen and couldn't move. Yeah. Oh my Which, God. like, in that position, I would not know what the heck to do. Yeah. I mean, I have heard from multiple sources that in a situation like that, if you're able to, like, obviously, you might mm-hmm. be like Allison, where you're just, like, completely frozen and in shock and just yeah. can't even get out of the car if you wanted to, but... In a situation like that, whether you have to crash the car, like, make the person crash the car, jump out of the car at a high speed, whatever, always try to get away because if that person's taking you, Mm -hmm. you're, it's probably going to be worse what's going to happen to you wherever the fuck you're going than if you were to, like, jump out of the car. Right, but at the same time, like, I don't even know if she was thinking about that in that moment, you know? Yeah. But, and she was frozen. Yeah. She pleaded with his man to let her leave and to take her car, but he refused and was like, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep driving. He then went to another part of Port Elizabeth to pick up his friend named Thenis Kruger 
And both men actually had a history of violence against women. So that's just not good Picking their next prey, basically. Yeah, and, like, even if he needed to borrow her car for an hour and he really was, like, a carjacker, why would he need to keep her in it? Yeah, exactly. That's when I would be like, okay, something's wrong. Yeah. So now we're on to the night of the horrible incident that happened with Allison. She was then taken outside of of the city of Frozen... And it was a very secluded area. Her parents actually warned her to stay part of this, or stay clear of this part of town, because it was, like, not the greatest. Yeah. So she knew something terrible was obviously about to happen, because it was so secluded. The men told her they were what they were about to do and asked if if she would fight back. That's just psychological torture. I know. Like, they were, like, sadistic. Yeah. And literally they were. Yeah. Um... She said no, because she had no, like, history of fighting. Right, and, like, what what's going to happen if she said yes? Yeah, like, like they have a knife. Yeah, if anything, she was trying to be more compliant. Yeah. So maybe they'd be, like, kinder to her, like, yeah. oh, no, I'm not going to fight back, you know? Yeah. So she said no, and then they both ended up raping her. Oh, God. It's horrible. So afterwards, they tried to kill Allison because they weren't about to let her just live. Clearly yeah. they were sadistic and they just had absolutely awful. Mind, yeah. yeah, they had this plan in mind. They were going to rape and murder this woman. Yeah. They first tried to suffocate her and she lost consciousness but did not die. Um she actually said that it was kind of a blessing that that happened because she was then passed out for part of what happens yeah. next. They then stabbed her 35 to 36 times in the abdomen. Detoy was set on mutilating her reproductive organs. So clearly he had fucking issues with women. That is so fucked up. I can't even think about it. Yeah. It makes me so sick. To like intentionally try to mutilate that on her. That's just fucking awful. After doing all of this, the men still saw Allison's leg twitch. So they knew that she was alive. Yeah. And... They slit her throat 16 times after that. Yeah. That is insane. That is just... It's like overkill. Yeah. Like you have problems. Yeah. So when the men finally stopped and Allison... Like, Allison could still somehow hear them talking. She heard one ask, quote, do you think she's dead? And then the other one said, quote, no one can survive that. The fact that she could even hear and remember that blows my mind. Yeah. Especially when I feel like if anything, even if you were barely alive, you'd be in such a state of shock that you wouldn't be able to comprehend that information. Or like want to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. So then... After kind of looking over her and determining that she would she would die, mm-hmm. they left, and Allison was still alive and tried to leave a clue behind. Wow. So, the fact, too, that she's also coherent enough and able to move enough to do this is mind-blowing. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. She wrote the names of her attackers in the dirt because during the time that they were attacking her... She ended up finding out their real names when they were speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. So she wrote their names in the dirt, and then underneath that, she wrote, quote, I love mom. Oh my god. Because she, like, thought it was going to be, like, her last words. Oh my god. So sad. So moving on to her fight for survival, because yes, Allison was still alive and decided to fight. Fight, yeah. She could. Allison realized, sorry, I'm swinging around right now. <laughs> because of the light. <laughs> yeah. Allison realized she could see headlights in the distance and decided to try to get onto the road from where she was. She sat up to go towards the headlights and realized how bad she actually was in this moment. Oh my god. Uh, which is just so... This is... State of complete shock. Yeah, we're getting into some graph more graphic stuff here now, so... Uh, her head started to fall backward since she was nearly decapitated. As she was trying to stand up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And her intestines were also coming out of her abdomen. That's as how she badly was walking. they stabbed this woman. Yeah. While walking, trying to get to the road, and or crawling, trying yeah. to get to the road, 
She used one hand to hold her organs in and one hand to hold her head on her body. Like, what? I, when I first read this while researching, I had to, like, pause for, like, five minutes to process what I just fucking read because I'm, like, visualizing it. I can't. I can't even imagine what she went through. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what she went through. I hope she was in so much shock that she couldn't even, like, feel the pain. She said that. She She did. She said, like, I saw what they were doing to me, especially when they were, like, slashing her throat. She was, like... I saw a hand going back and forth. Yeah. yeah we have yeah, a Yeah, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. Yeah. Like, she just didn't feel it, though. Oh, good. But the fact that she literally had a walk holding one hand to literally... Hold her... Hold her intestines and then one just, like, holding her head. That is just such a disturbing <sighs> image and a disturbing thing to go through. It's like, how do you process that? Yeah. So Allison could barely see at times and constantly fell while trying to make the journey to the road. She eventually made it to the road where she collapsed on the white line and in this country, the white line was in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, in America, anyway, the white lines are on the side on of the, the road, outside. so I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. One car saw her and actually drove by without stopping. How the fuck can you do that? I don't know. I mean, they had to have been horrified, but how do you not stop for someone like that? Even It's so horrifying to you imagine what that person is going through. Right, you have to help. Yeah. That's just, like, insanity. Yeah. Not long after, a veterinary student named Tian Eilard drove by. He was in Port Elizabeth on vacation from Johannesburg. Which, like, is so lucky. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. And he saw Allison and stopped the car. So here's a quote from Tion Eilard, which is the man that stopped. Quote, God put me on that road that night for a reason. And that's a quote from ATI. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Especially since the first person didn't stop. Exactly. And he was, like, there. Like, right after. Yeah. Yeah. And she said even, like, it being such a secluded area, like, she was shocked. That anyone was even around. Yeah. So, with his training as a vet, he sprung into action. He put Allison's exposed thyroid back into her body. I... Look at my arms right now. Like, what? That, and the fact that the man was a vet and had some form of medical training. Yeah. Even though there's a big difference between animals and people, like, that's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that's just, it's scary. I can't even believe, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. No. Um, He then called emergency services, but it took over an hour for them to arrive. The fact that she did not die in that hour blows my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, for real, though. Yeah. And I think we had heard that the hospital was only, like, 20 minutes away. Yeah. But for some reason, it took an hour. Yeah. Which is just... Like, how? How? How How was this woman still alive? I don't understand. So, she arrived at the hospital, but was obviously close to death. Um, Now we're going to move on to the aftermath of that night. Allison somehow pulled through and survived her horrific injuries. Allison is a badass. Yeah. I can't even believe that. I would love to meet that woman. Me too. So looking back at when the men were cutting her throat, this is what I was talking about earlier. Allison said, quote, All I could see was an arm moving above my face, left and right, left and right. His movements were making a sound, a wet sound. It was the sound of my flesh being slashed open. He was cutting my throat with a knife again and again and again. It felt unreal, but it wasn't. I felt no pain, but it was not a dream. This was happening. This man was slashing my throat. And that was an ETI article again. my God, I can't. Just like trying to put, like, I don't know. When I hear things like this, I try to imagine it, and I can't even imagine this. (sighs) Like, I try to picture what they could have went through, and I can't. I don't think anyone can. 
this woman. She is incredible. So not only did she survive her attack, but she remembered everything about her attackers. She was able to identify them from police pictures, which is insane. Like, how do you even... Re- it was dark, like how, too. How, this was, like, 1.30 in the morning. And how is that trauma not pushing that memory out Locking of your brain? Out, right. Yeah. I don't know. So, she became extremely depressed after the attack well, and yeah. couldn't work, as anybody would, I'm sure. Yeah. But as we will talk about later, she turned it around a bit um, from after the attack. But both men were arrested and became known as the, quote, Ripper Rapists. The men were Satanists and they were enacting ritual abuse. This is a quote from Allison. She said, Satan really tried to steal my life. Mm-hmm. That gives me the fucking chills. Honestly, they were not only Satanists, they were sadists. Yeah. Yeah. Sick fucking human beings. Yeah. The spot where Allison was attacked became known as the Nordhoek Ripper Trial. Um, and this became a popular story in the press and among South Africans, as I'm sure everybody that heard it was in complete shock that it even happened. Uh-huh. Insane. So, Dutoy and Kruger, who were the two attackers, pled guilty to eight charges, including kidnapping, rape, and attempted murder. August of 1995, they were found guilty and sentenced, sentenced to life in prison. I read this recently, like, at the end of my research, which pissed me off, but apparently the, there's new terms of legislation that came into effect in June of 2011, saying that all prisoners sentenced to life in prison before 2004 and have already served 13 years and four months had the opportunity to then apply for parole. No. How is that? Except for these motherfuckers like, and people like them. I'm how, sorry. No. How is that even... How can you just change that? No. Like, 13 years, oh, that's, that equates, they can apply And now. maybe if it's, like, a lesser charge than something like this, apply for parole, but no. But not for life in prison. No. They had to have done something fucked up like these two. There's no way. Allison applied to have their possibility of parole appealed, and she actually requested to be present at parole he- hearings if there was any, mm-hmm. so she could kind of, like, sway. And tell her story. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but there hasn't been much of an update since that. Well, hopefully that means that there's no... Possibility. Possibility. At least that I could find. I couldn't find it anywhere. What the fuck? Yeah. How horrifying. actually pisses me off because I'm sorry for people who do stuff like horrific crime. You should have no rights after that. I know. Bye. And how horrifying that she felt somewhat safe after this and then basically after hearing that kind of got that safety taken away from her yeah this woman deserves so much more than that yeah so in 1995 allison won the rotarian paul harris award for quote courage beyond the norm and femina magazine's woman of courage award she was also honored as port elizabeth's citizen of the year as much deserved yeah beyond deserved Allison has also written two books. I want to read them so bad. Yes. And in 2016, her story was made into a movie called Allison. I heard her speaking about the movie, and she was talking about how she was so thankful that she didn't have to be there during the reenactment of Mm -hmm. the attack. Mm -hmm. She's like, I couldn't do it. Yeah, absolutely not. She's like, they did a great, like, depiction of what happened that right night. without making it like a rape without making it like a, on the rape. a horror movie yeah, yeah and like uh basically what what's the term for it like built up just for movie yeah. purposes yeah 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 dramatize yeah or, yeah so that's yeah. what i was looking for so a little something happy because we typically try to include that especially in cases as horrific as this one yeah although there was this is like I'm going to cry thinking about it. I know. Although there was the attempt to destroy her reproductive organs during the attack, Allison... Oh, my God. Allison was still able to have children just nine years after the attack. She has two sons named Daniel and Matthew. Which I am... Thank God (gasps) they did not take that from her. 
They already took so much from this woman and yeah. tried to take her life. But the fact that she was still able to have children... I'm so happy for her. Me too. I just can't... Although Allison suffered physically and emotionally from the attack, she turned her trauma into something positive, which is absolutely beautiful and shows, again, how much of a badass this fucking woman is. Right. And, like, it's enough to survive an attack and be able to move forward, but then to turn it into something that's, like, helpful for other people is amazing. Yeah. She began traveling the world to tell her story of survival. She has been to over 35 countries. Damn. Yeah. And here's a quote from ATI. Quote, One of the first women from South Africa to speak publicly about rape in both her home country and abroad, she helped inspire other survivors to come forward and tell their stories as well. Wow. So inspirational. And... Building off of what I just said, she's considered one of the most inspirational, motivational speakers in the world. Wow. And she had mentioned in one of her interviews that after telling her story so many times, it not only helped other people, but it helped her mm-hmm. kind of heal like through heal. the process yeah. because she was more so telling a story at I that point. I would love to go listen to her speak and to meet this woman. I can't. I would love that too. So here's a a closing quote from Allison that we all should take a moment to reflect on. Quote, Life can sometimes make us feel like the victim. Problems and hardships and traumas are dished out to all of us, and sometimes they can be divided very unfairly. Remind yourself that you do not have to take responsibility for what others do. Life is not a collection of what happens to you, but of how you responded to what what has happened to you. That's beautiful. Yeah. And just... If it's so true, that woman can think this way, anyone should be able to think this way because this woman has gone through way more than most people. Yeah, yeah, and like not comparing tragedies, but like the fact that she's able to come out of it and say that like you are more than just what happens to you, right? How you react is amazing, right? To have such a beautiful thing to say, yeah, to have that perspective, yeah. That's just insane. Yeah. How not only did she fight through it, but she came out of it on the other end, like, the way she has. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, so that's the story of Allison, and it was an intense one. It was very intense. But it's a story of survival, and... With a happy ending. Yeah. She survived, and... That's the best part of the whole story. And hopefully her attackers rot in jail for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, goodness. Do you have anything else we want to talk about? What's your favorite scary movie? It's so hard. <laughs> because I have a category for each kind. Okay. Like, the thing, like the movie that has scared me the most... And then the movies that, like, I have to watch every year during spooky season. And I don't have, like, a favorite, though. You don't? No. What's yours? I'd have to say Scream. Is it? Like, the Scream franchise. Yeah. I tie between that and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Just because... because Skeet Ulrich in Scream? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not because of Skeet Ulrich or Drew Barrymore or Nev Campbell. (laughs) I love all of them. But, uh... No, I just really like, I think, the 90s aesthetic scary movie yeah. vibe where it's, like, cheesy scary, kind of. And it's, like, but funny But it's almost. filmed different. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. like, funny and not really scary, but also kind of scary and, like, gory. Yeah. A lot of 90s horror movies are gory. I'm not really, a, like, a gory person either, but I love those movies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. I don't know. I'll have to circle back. Okay. My favorite, like, year-round one, it's not scary, but it's, like, a Halloween movie, is definitely Hocus Pocus. And the one that has scared the shit out of me and will always scare the shit out of me is The Grudge. That's definitely the scariest one. So that scared you the most? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't watch it because it's scary as fuck. That's, like, I think back and I used to watch... I used to go see those Saw movies all the time in theaters and stuff. There's no way in hell I can watch those now. Timo and I tried watching one, I think maybe like four or five years ago or something, and we were like, how the hell 
did we used to watch these? We couldn't even get through one of them. We're like, no, this is too much. Like, yeah, just too no. much. <laughs> but Let yeah. us know your favorite scary movie. Yeah, I think I've asked, like, twice on our Instagram, and... <laughs> what are your answers? People, people. We need your money. <laughs> If you don't know what we're referring to, that was the Little Rascals. We quote them often. Yeah. But we would like, as mentioned in the beginning of the episode, for you to interact with us. So please answer our questions. Let us know. <laughs> we did get feedback, though. I posted a poll on our the name. name Mourners for the listeners. Most feedback said yes. Mm-hmm. Tiny bit of feedback said no. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. We could deal with that. Yeah. All right, guys, so we decided to add in a listener story for this week because this episode was actually pretty short. Um, (laughs) We're so excited. We love listener stories. So um, I just wanted to mention that if the sound quality is not the greatest right now, um, there was a little mishap with recording, and we have to do this via not our normal microphone. So if it sounds different from the rest of our episodes or from, you know, even this earlier in this episode, that is why. So just bear with us. And hopefully it doesn't overlap in any way because we've had issues with that as well in the past with what we're using, where it sounds like we're talking over each other and we're not. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that is not the case. Yeah. All right, so for this listener story, this person would like to remain anonymous, and this is actually a listener that has written into us before and was also anonymous in another episode, so thank you for writing in, and we are going to keep them that way. Thank you. Yeah, so before we get started, they wanted to make it clear that there is a trigger warning for their story for the death of a child. So if you're sensitive to that, you might want to skip the listener's story for this week. All right, so I'm going to get into it. And this is the first time I'm reading it and the first time Kelsey's hearing it. So all reactions are going to be legit. They are genuine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So after we moved to the States, my sister and I became very close to our new cousins, my stepfather's nephews. We would play outside for hours. We would have Nerf gun wars, do stunts on the trampoline that usually ended in midair collisions, and once we even attempted to build a tree fort. That ended as expected, but we had our fun with our sketchy shack. Everything was normal until my youngest cousin started to slur his words. His mom brought him to the doctor and they ran tests. The doctor told her what no one deserves to hear, let alone a child. He had a tumor on his brainstem. Oh, my God. It was inoperable. Chemo was recommended. We were all devastated, but he never wavered. The strength of this child astounds me even to this day. Wow. Oh, my God. I have literally the chills already. Me too. Me too. During his countless hospital trips, he was stuck countless times by needles, prodded, and he had a port put in. He never cried out. Oh, my God. This is making me very emotional. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. He never cried out. When his hair began to fall out from the chemo, he stayed stoic. When he lost his strength to walk, he never complained. He eventually lost the ability to move his left arm. He could no longer play baseball or football, so he was chosen to be the water boy. He fought so hard, so hard. His body, though, began to tire, and he couldn't fight any longer. One day, he never woke up. His mom frantically tried shaking him, but he never opened his eyes. Through the confusion and tears, his parents drove him to the hospital themselves. Shortly after our I'm sorry. Shortly after arrival, our fears were confirmed. The tumors have spread down his spine and throughout throughout his body. He was dying. He still fought in his coma. He held on for a week. Oh God! My God! We all went to the hospital day after day, letting him know we were with him. On his final day, my mom and his mom laid in his bed. They were telling him he didn't... Oh, God. I'm sorry. They were telling him... This is so sad. This is very sad. They were telling him he didn't have to fight any longer. We would be okay. Brushing his cheeks, kissing his hands. He squeezed his mom's hand with his left hand. 
Then he took his final breath. (sighs) This is, like, really getting to me. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. He passed surrounded by love. She's an incredible writer, too, I have to say. Yeah, wow. Really good wording. (sighs) Okay. The funeral did not feel real. Everything felt like a bad dream. Why can't I wake up? The line of people wrapped around the building and down the hill, including a football team he was the water boy for. At the age of nine, oh, God. At the age of nine, he touched so many people. My turn came up for the viewing. I felt so numb. He laid silent and still. I tried to lie to myself that he was just sleeping. This is just a horrible nightmare. Why can't I wake up? Please let me wake up. But it wasn't. He wore his football jersey. His school district in honor, in his honor retired his number. Wow, that's incredible. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. After the funeral, we were all so empty. Just hollow shells going through the motion. His parents had it the worst. A mother is not supposed to bury their child. We were all so angry. Why is a child allowed to die without even having the chance to live? I carried this anger for months. Such a vile feeling. To have such anger fester and just build day after day. One night, I was awoken out of a dead sleep. I had an odd sensation someone was watching me. I didn't want to open my eyes. I thought for sure it was fallen one. So if everyone remembers, that was the last story that this person told was of the fallen one. It was like this man that would come visit Remember that, Kels? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So it was this, like, almost demon that visits that they call the Fallen One. Oh, God. Yeah. So they were thinking it was the Fallen One. I opened one eye, just a sliver. I looked at the doorway. He wasn't there. Feeling a little better, I opened both of my eyes. I looked up to the ceiling by the closet door. Nada. Something caught my eye next to the wall below my cousin's picture there was a figure i didn't feel helpless or sick like when fallen one came after me it felt oddly familiar i couldn't see a face but it felt like i knew what this thing was then finally it registered it was my cousin it was the right height and general body shape he just stood there for a few moments then disappeared into the darkness of the room all of this anger sadness left with him He is no longer suffering. He was standing. Oh, my God. His arm is no longer paralyzed. He doesn't know pain and sickness anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, this is an emotional one. This is, I'm, like, bawling my eyes out over here. Yeah, in silence. Yeah. So it doesn't go into people's ears. (laughs) I keep muting you guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He doesn't know pain and sickness anymore. He is finally free. I believe he came to help me let go of this anger. He would not have wanted us to be so angry. He would want his memory to live on. Remember us playing Nerf guns and surviving almost concussions on the trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to honor that. Years later, I had my first child, a boy. I gave him my cousin's name to pay homage to him. Oh, They have similar sweet demeanors, even though I have never seen him again. Oh, my gosh. I can't. This is so hard. And I'm not even reading it. (sighs) Even though I have never seen him again, I believe he is watching over and protecting us. My son chose my cousin's retired number for his baseball jersey. He wears my cousin's wristband with his name and his jersey number on it. Oh, my God. I can't with the next sentence. He says he wants to make him proud. Till we meet again, sleep in peace, our angel. We hope, we, oh God, we hope we make you proud. We will never forget you. Oh my God, oh, that may be the saddest and sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. So sad, but so beautiful. I'm yeah, so glad that he came to her. You know, wow, that I'm sure that gave her some kind of peace through everything that they have gone through yeah definitely and I wow. I feel like that's such 
a drastically different story than the last one we received with this yeah. entity compared to just this beautiful moment with her cousin that had passed. Yeah, the last scary story actually was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> this and, was and then this beautiful. one we're just crying. Yeah, this was beautiful. Wow. I yeah. I've never heard something like that before. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to not only send that to us, but to to write it so beautifully and what an emotional thing and vulnerable thing to tell our podcast. It was so well thought out. Every single sentence. You're a great writer. Yeah. Thank you so much. And again, she said there's a lot more where that came from. So (laughs) if we ever need another story, we'll hear from her again. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That was awesome. Guys, send in your listener stories. I don't know why. I think it's the coolest thing ever when I hear other people's stories. I get so into it and I picture the whole thing in my head and I just love them. Same. And it's definitely a way, as we've mentioned in the past, we really want to connect with you guys and get to know the people who are taking the time to listen to us every week. So please send in your listener stories. We really appreciate them. If you have any other suggestions, too, about other ways we can connect with you guys on a more personal level, I know somebody had mentioned prior that it would be kind of cool if we did, like, um, a video recording of one of our, like, actual podcasts, like, episodes. Like, almost like a live stream? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, Which would be cool. I'd probably be really scared. (laughs) But... (laughs) Maybe not a live stream. Maybe, like... Something re- that we just record and edit. <laughs> We'd really have to like overthink our words that day. I know. I would just be stuttering the entire episode. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Maybe we can like <laughs> record it and then edit it and then post it. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know how many times we have to edit out my stutters? And also, 90% of the time with the heat, we are up in the hangout room, like we have mentioned, which is like the top floor. And where I'm sometimes like in my sports bra. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like you would, dying. You would have to be fully dressed that day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily with the fall weather coming, we won't have to sit in a sauna while recording anymore. So maybe we can do something like that where we're actually dressed. Yes, I think that would be, I think that'd be a cool thing for like, because even with podcasts that I listen to, I'm like, I wonder what this person looks like. Yeah. And I have to go and look them up because I have to match their voice to their face. So yeah, it may be like a cool thing to do where we post it on our Instagram or something like that. So let us know if you guys think that would be cool. Yeah. And any other ideas? I mean, we're very open to suggestion. Mm -hmm. Whether we decide to go forward with it or not, that's a different story. But we're very open to suggestion and uh, just having you guys as involved in this podcast as possible. And yeah. Yeah, this is a completely side note, but like I have to talk about it. Okay, go for it. Maddie, one of my best friends, sent me a TikTok last night. I don't have TikTok. I refuse to get it because I'm scared I will be addicted. So she sent me this, though, and she's like, you have to watch this. This is terrifying, and you should talk about it on your podcast. I haven't even told Brynn yet. Okay. I'm scared. So it's – I have to describe it, but then we're going to post it because you have to see this thing. It is fucking terrifying. So I don't know if it's real or if it's Photoshopped, but regardless, it's scary as shit. So apparently there's, like – this guy is making a TikTok about how this, like, store that this guy owns – is haunted and he shows all of this like security camera footage of like paranormal things happening in this store and it's all surrounded by this creepy ass like little girl shaped pinata oh my god yeah oh my god you have to send this to me as soon as we hang up I watched it right before bed last night and it was a huge mistake because I was actually terrified. I feel like some of it may have been, or maybe all of it, I don't know, may have been photoshopped, but like, 
I it is fucking terrifying and if it's real like the stuff that they caught on camera is so scary holy shit I can't wait to see this and we'll post for you guys like Kelsey said because you have to see it yeah I thank you Maddie for sending me that because it scared the shit out of me oh god (laughs) I'm scared I'll send it to you as soon as we're done okay cool do you have anything else you want to add on no and I think um the next part will be us doing our whole spiel at the end so yes so stay tuned all right i think that about wraps up this episode yeah we will see you next week yeah you know what to do go to our instagram facebook show notes to see our resources yes pictures resources on our facebook and then our instagram just gives you like reminders of when the episodes are out and all of our merch is on there too has some cool spooky pics yeah hi on in our highlights tab you can check out past reviewed coffees past episodes pictures of the cases we've covered in past episodes and make sure to head to apple podcasts and leave us a review yep rate and review and you get a free sticker. And let us know it's you. <laughs> yes, please. All, All right, right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. regarding this case and our resources follow us at crime cults and coffee on instagram and facebook